thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. This week we'll be taking our problem with a pinch of salt. Hi, my name is Will Jimenez and I'm calling from San Diego, California in the U.S. My question is how do fish like salmon cope while being able to live parts of their life in both saltwater and freshwater? Too much salt could cause cell death and eventually fish death. So how does your haddock keep from becoming as briny as the ocean? Hello, I'm Mark Briffer from the University of Plymouth, where I'm a marine biologist with an interest in behavioural ecology. Osmolarity describes the concentration of solutes in a solution. And the problems that marine and freshwater fishes face are really two sides of the same coin. In freshwater fish, there's a tendency for water to move into the body, leading to bloating and a loss of salt. And for marine fishes, there's a tendency for water to move out of the body, leading to dehydration and excess salts. And the most obvious trick to cope with these problems is to place a barrier between the inside of the body and the environment outside. And the skin of the majority of fishes, both marine and freshwater, is relatively impermeable to water. But fish do need sun permeable surfaces for respiration, and water still moves between their tissues and the external environment. And freshwater fishes avoid water gain by not drinking and producing large amounts of urine. Marine fishes avoid water loss by drinking and producing small amounts of urine. And in addition to these mechanisms, uh, freshwater fishes use their gills to absorb salts, and marine water fishes use their gills to secrete salts, And when salmon and eels migrate between freshwater and the sea, there's a change in the cellular structure of their gills, which enables their gills to start secreting salt, just like a normal marine fish. So all bony fish have to osmoregulate. And since they first evolved in the sea, it might appear that this would be easier for marine fishes, but this is a bit of a red herring. Generally, fish are able to osmoregulate by producing different concentrations of we. Only very few species are isotonic or as salty as the sea, so if you want a pet fish, then remember a freshwater tank is likely to become less piddly as the urea concentration per fish we is much lower. Fish urine is all very well, but I'm not sure I'd want to know what would come out after a diet of burnt pizza. Hi, I'm Alan Wensky from Berkeley, California. Recently, a friend of mine was telling me about a pizza that he burned to the point of becoming a charred husk, 10 times smaller than the original. At that point, I realized that this pizza had now become a very low-calorie alternative to its former self. And my question is whether all types of cooking result in lots of calories as well. And after a diet of pizza, you might want a little resuscitation. Hi, I'm Becky from Bishop Stortford. And my question is, as lightning can strike in the same place twice, if you get struck by lightning and it stops your heart, 
and then they get struck by it again, but it restart your heart. So can we lose weight by literally burning off fat? And might two strikes of lightning be a good thing? Send your answers on an e-card to questionoftheweek at thenakedscientist.com or postulate away on our forum at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. 